the Coffee and Collaborations podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Winborn, and we have a panel discussion this evening. We are joined by some amazing folks in the world of business, my team, my crew. Um, And so I'm going to start, first of all, by introducing my co-host, Elton Benjamin of Industry Image. So Elton, can you introduce yourself while we all take a minute and share to our pages? And so you guys that are watching this live, please share the video. This is going to be an amazing discussion. So Elton, take it away. Hello, everybody. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Elton Benjamin. Um, I know a lot of you. A lot of you don't know me. I'm a brander, marketer, graphic designer, and just a creative director by by trade. I am elated to to have this um, this discussion uh, about collaboration on the day. So um, I, I I am waiting to hear what Ken and Ken the questions are, what what their questions and what their answers are um, about collaboration on the day. <laughs> so we have thank you for joining us. First of all, Elton, I really appreciate it. Elton and I have been working together. For a couple years now, a lot of you guys probably didn't even know that, but we've been working together for a couple years now. A lot of the graphics for Coffee and Collaborations comes from Elton Benjamin and um, some of the <laughs> some of the flyers for my events. Uh, just so much like uh, between Elton Benjamin, John Brown, they have really helped to uh, help me to get the branding right uh, through the things that I'm doing. So I appreciate him. And I wanted him to be my co-host this evening because we're about to have some other amazing things coming up. Yes. So, so what better way to launch that than to have my dude to be the co-host, right? And so then I'm joined by Kenya Thompson and then also Ken Branson of Mastermind Productions. Oh man, chill out. <laughs> What up, fam? <laughs> a powerful yeah, collaboration. Everyone. I can't wait to talk with them this evening. And then lastly, we have my dear friend, Sandra Pascal. Now, I have been able to collaborate with her countless number of times, about the same amount of time, about two years. And Sandra, you're muted, so we want to make sure to hear you um, whenever it's, you know, that time. But the beautiful uh, Essential Experience Maven, she is like, I guess to wrap it all up, amazing. Best way to describe it. So you guys can tell us a little bit about yourself. Why don't we start with Sandra and you can tell us about us and your business really quickly. And then we'll go to Ken and then uh, Kenya. And then we're going to have some questions for you all. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Elton. Super excited to be here tonight. Hi, Facebook world. Thank you for joining us here tonight live uh, from North Carolina. So super. Yeah. (laughs) So basically, the essential experience uh, was born six years ago when I was introduced to the essential oil world. And it was um, a really tumultuous time in my life. I was struggling with my emotions, which severely uh, had an impact, a negative impact on my marriage. And I was a mom and trying to be a wife and running a, a huge business. I was a commercial real estate manager and I was living in L.A. And, you know, the whole hustle and grind. And here we are. Uh, we moved 
uh, ago to North Carolina from Orange County, California, and we wanted to slow things down. And I, that's probably one of a massive transformation in, in my life uh, was moving to North Carolina and slow things down. And uh, since then, uh, you know, I, my business continued to grow and um, it's amazing. And I love empowering people, especially women who are ready to heal from emotional trauma or who, who need uh, support with their emotions and how to manage them naturally. Um, not like I was with drugs and alcohol. So I've been drug and alcohol free for five and eight years. And then, uh, you know, the spiritual influencer was born on January 1st, 2020. And that um, is uh, where I am now in my life, where I'm, I'm sharing my story, who I was, where I come from, what I've been through, and where I am now. And my mission is to help people see that light that they have inside, that spirit, and allow spirit to come in and, and for them to hear their spirit speak. And no matter what spirit has to say to them, that they are grounded and able to receive and to step into who they really, truly are and meant to be in this world. Um, we came here to be divine, magical, amazing, blessed beings. And we all, at some point in our life, have played small, and mm-hmm. I will not tolerate that. So That's right. what I do is I empower people to find their spirit and to shine bright. And taking a stand for emotional wellness and domestic abuse is who I am. Amen. Well, we're excited to have you. Um, and you. she is one of the biggest cheerleaders. If you need somebody to really love on you and be in your corner, this girl is such an amazing cheerleader. And I look forward to continuing collaboration with you. Next up, we have Ken Branson of Mastermind Productions. Tell us a little bit about you, what you got going on. Glad hey, what's up, family? Ken Branson here at Mastermind Productions. Uh, we've been doing this thing since about 2007. Um, so going on 13 years, five years, been, um, doing this thing full time. So I'm excited to offer our clients a a different way of advertising and marketing through the form of storytelling. Um, so we do a lot of workshops, a lot of videos, photos, events, stories, stories, and more stories. So (laughs) I'm excited to be on board today. And, um, thanks, uh, to, to, it's, it's good to be, be a part of, of the movers and shakers in the industry, right? So, oh wow! Thank you for the invite. Do a shimmy on that. <laughs> We're glad to have you. Thank so you. glad to have you. Um, Ken and I met through, I think, social media, and then like actually live in person um, at what was that conference? Um, Jeez, I can't even think of the name of the conference. I don't even uh, remember which one you Black talking Entrepreneurship. About. Was it Black Entrepreneurship Week? <laughs> well, we had to meet way before. It's probably was... a million of them. It was Man, way we met. That. So when we finally met in person, it was like just love. Like, right. hey, I think I saw you downtown. Yeah, I saw you downtown at the uh, African American Festival. Okay. Um, I think that was the first time we actually met. But anyway, yep. it, because of the trans, you know, the the conversations and stuff through Facebook or just gentle support. I felt like I already kind of knew him. I was like, Oh, that's Ken. Let me run up to him and <laughs> say hello. I appreciate and, it. Yeah. So I'm glad to have you. You're a superstar, man. Thanks People love me. some Ken Branson. Oh, yes, man, they do. Yes. yes they do. And then Kenya, 
Hi. Hi. <laughs> so I guess it's my turn to talk about myself. Yes. There you go. Yes. There we go. All right. So I started out in television news in journalism. Uh, when it didn't quite go the way I wanted it to go, I transitioned into marketing and communication. And so I worked in the nonprofit sector. I worked in corporate world. Um, and then somewhere along the way, I met Ken Branson, too. I think everybody's met Ken at some point. Um, <laughs> And um, we started working on projects together, kind of going back to my first love of production and filming and photography. And after um, experiencing a layoff last year, he was like, come on board. So I've been on board at Mastermind since April of last year. And um, when I'm not doing this, I'm also an adjunct. So I teach all comm classes at a couple area schools. Good stuff. Hey, Isn't she hey, so pretty? Like these ladies are so beautiful. The and so are you. There. <laughs> Thank you. Just so pretty. So, um, Kenya and I just recently met, and um, we had a lunch the other day that was powerful. And so it just so happened to be the same week as uh, us going live. So I'm excited. I learned so much about her. I'm excited for you to also learn about her. And uh, we talked about a little bit about collaboration there. And so just the, the Heinz, I mean, um, the, the insight from all of these people who have joined us, um, Elton as my co-host, Sandra, Ken, Kenya, is, let's get in, let's dive in. Elton, you ready? Hey, I, I got so many questions for everybody. Y'all ready? <laughs> Well, let's get started. Let's How about it. we get started? Okay, we're going to start with Elton. First of all, let me say, Elton Benjamin, thank you for all that you do for all of us. For those of you who have not had the opportunity to work with him, please, please, please take a minute. You're looking for somebody in design. This is your guy. This is one of the best guys I have ever worked with where I get is knocked out the park the first time. So thank you for joining me. I really want to truly thank you. Yeah, because we always joke back and forth like brother and sister, right. but I just wanted to take a minute and thank you. So, all right, let's dive in. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> no so, problem. and that's the that's one thing about, you know, collaborations. I would say that, you know, people don't express how well in the mix of all the hustle and bustle, you don't take time to really show people that you appreciate them. And all they really need sometimes is that thank you, that's that small right. thank you. But um, with these two, these three um, great people we have here, I think I guess I'll start with. Let me ask um, Ken this question: um, When you, when you and Kenya got together and said we're going to do this collaboration, um, what was the the uh, apprehend? Well, what was the apprehensions of coming together? Being that you was doing her, your own thing and she pretty much had her own thing, what was the apprehensions of coming together? That's a good question, man. Um, wh- where do I start? <laughs> so you think about hey, a, 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 me, 11 or 12. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so if you think about a, a 12 year old baby, um, to bring a, hmm, this guy got stories today. Go ahead. <laughs> to bring a, to bring a, a step parent into a situation, <laughs> uh, is it's not easy. Right. Um, my baby understands. I understand how to talk to my baby. My baby know how to talk to me. Um, and I mean, it was, it's, it's so many apprehensions, bro. 
Um, mm. One of the biggest ones for me was to not communicate so much with other colleagues and partners about my decision to bring her on board. Here's mm. why. The way I brought her on board was unconditional, not unconditional, unconventional. Um, It was unorthodox. It was not by the books. And it was something most people would never do. Um, So I'm going to put the ball back in your court. So what made you, so would you say you had to swallow your pride or um, swallow your pride or you just had to let down your, your walls? I think the pride was gone a long time ago, bro. Um, when yeah. I realized that I can't, I can't do, do this thing by myself. I can't be as big as I as I need to be by myself. Um, mm-hmm. And knowing her caliber, her her uh, of people that she was associated with, that she is associated with, her area of expertise, mm-hmm. um, just, just just her swag, just the way she moves, you know, what I mean, is mm-hmm. is way different than anything that I could ever offer. So okay. it was a no brainer for me, honestly. Okay. So, so Kenya, um, same question with you. Um, how, how long did it been that you merged with Kenya? How long did it take you to say, okay, you know, because you know, when you, when you're a go getter, you have certain ways that you do things and it has to be executed. How was it hard adapting to some of the style that he works in? Um, well, the first difficulty in adaptation was going from, working for a nine to five. I mean, I worked from home, but I was working for IBM. Mm -hmm. So going into someone's business, whereas Ken says that's his baby. There was a lot of apprehension there because what if I don't perform the way I'm supposed to, right? I've never been in the entrepreneurial world. So this was very new to me. Um, What was that? What was the second part of your question? Um, Just how to just, you would, I mean, you answered it right there. You answered the whole okay. thing about how you adapted to a style, how hard it was yeah. to adapt. So. Yeah, and, you know, Ken has a, a certain way of doing business. People right. know Mastermind, they know Ken. So that that was also a shift because now right. there's Kenya and who is she, right? right. And so... Um, <laughs> I want to speak to Ken. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Where's Ken? Right, uh, right. So that was a shift, and understanding that, though, and not taking it personal, I think, was a big thing for me. Okay. Yeah. It, it sounds so, first of all, it's so cute, like, Ken and Kenya. I know you guys aren't a couple, but it's like, so, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I know, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's almost, like, perfect. But when I, you know, when Kenya and I were talking the other day, and uh, we were talking about her transition from the nine to five, to even being an entrepreneur and what collaboration has done for you in that space. Can you kind of expand on, um, expand on that based on what we talked about the other day? Um, yeah. Cause entrepreneurship can be tough. It can be. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly. We talked about so many amazing things, but <laughs> we so talked about the- the and so that transition from um, nine to five to being an entrepreneur, being a little smoother. So mm-hmm. Because of the fact that he already has something established. Right. So I lucked up. You know, most people, when they want to go into entrepreneurship, they have to start literally from zero. Ken has had this foundation for 
over 10, 12 years. So I was able to come in and capitalize on what he had already built and established. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, there's a challenge there because now I've got to grow it to another level. Um, and again, that's building trust with his current clientele uh, and then bringing on new people. Yeah. So it was, it was easy in a sense because I didn't have to start anything, but I had to adapt and understand the way he was already doing business Yeah, and shift my methods in that direction. Yeah. You, you guys yeah. ever hear like people say, you know, if it, sometimes it doesn't need to be your own business, it should have been a collaboration and then you can grow from there. And then so many people are like, but what about my vision? What about mm-hmm. me? What about, what about, what about, you know, and as a result of you saying, well, maybe I do have something that I could do, but you know, we could create a collaboration and do it together and be able to help each other in order to be able to help more people. And so now your both of your businesses can scale um, up, you know, yeah. and you can grow from there. So any thoughts on that? Well, either of you, like, I think it's really important to, when you are collaborating with someone to understand how, what, what fuels their passion, mm-hmm. right? Um, not necessarily how they work, the way they like to work, but why they work. And I think yes, that's sir. one thing that connected both of us a long time ago before we went into this partnership was that we work for the same passion, right? Mm-hmm. We thrive off of stories. We enjoy putting pieces together. We yeah. love talking to people and fostering relationships. And at that foundation, even if we don't always see eye to eye, that's always what brings us back to enjoying what we do together. Yeah. Ken, you got any sidebar to that at all? Nah, yo, I'm just a, I'm, I'm a filmmaker and photographer. Kenya's communication, so <laughs> that's why you know she, she do this thing a whole lot better than me. So, uh, mm-hmm. th- yeah, yo, that's why. You're like, I'm, I'm staying in my lane. Just make sure the lights is right and the camera is right. <laughs> hey, hey, and just sit back and do my thing. That's it. There you go. There you go. So, Sandra, do you have any? thoughts or comments around collaboration and like in your in your business have you had the opportunity to work with people where maybe you were able to come in as a student but it was a collaboration and as a result your business grew or just any comments around what we're talking about yeah absolutely well my business model for the essential experience is network marketing so it's all about collaboration because mm-hmm. network marketing regardless uh, if you're if you're in the network marketing world in a multi-level company, or you're a business owner in a conventional, you know, uh, business model where you're the boss and you have employees, either way, networking is key. It's essential. And Kim, you blew it out of the park the other night at your presentation about, you know, you. networking and how to do it effectively. <laughs> so you. for me. Collab networking has a lot to do with collaboration because if you look at the at the wealthiest and most abundant businesses in history, they understand their customers inside and out. They understand their needs. And more than ever, we're moving into a new era where we're starting to see artificial intelligence move in to the business, into our lives. Um and that a lot of people are feeling uncomfortable because they don't know how they're going to be able to manage that because people are like, oh, no, AI is taking over jobs. But, no, it's a matter of adapting. We need to adapt. So 
the collaboration now turns into an experience. What kind of experience are we giving our customers? Why are we different? Why should they buy from us? Why should they come to my event? Why should they buy my product, my service? Because this is a time where we really need to more than ever create a memorable experience for our customers. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what business model you're in, understanding your customer, their needs, because not everybody's going to be our customer. And you really need to understand that if you're watching this and you're uh, an entrepreneur, no matter what kind of, again, business model that you're in, I'm in network marketing, um, or you're just a regular um, typical business model, it doesn't matter. You need to service your customer. You need to learn how to listen. And that's a collaboration in itself. Now, there's the collaboration with your colleagues and your peers. You know, competition is healthy. It's very, without, how, how do you think? Pepsi, Coca-Cola, if it was just Coca-Cola, that's boring. If it was just Starbucks mm-hmm. and there was no other competition, right? Like boring. So McDonald's needs Burger King. You know what I mean? So even, even there, there can be a healthy competition. Um, and then when you're collaborating with your colleagues in the same industry, you know, there's more than enough to go mm-hmm. around and not everybody. And I go back to the thing about not everybody's going to be your customer. So be authentic, allow your light to shine. Don't be greedy and try to do it all. You you know, that's why when you get on an airplane, there's a pilot, there's a co-pilot, there's flight attendants, and even they split the responsibilities. There you go. So I know that it's really hard because I understand it firsthand when you build this business and it's your baby and you literally – you know, put in all your money, you borrowed money, you got into debt, maybe you even refinanced your house, you borrowed your parents' retirement money. I get it. This is how most traditional businesses start in the United States is people literally like putting pennies together. And then they don't to delegate because they're afraid that they're not going to do it their way. She's not going to do it my way. But look at this perfect example that they just gave us about, you know what? Mm He's like, she completely respected what he had created. And at the same time, he was humble enough to say, yeah, I may, I may have been running this show, but I need help. And I, I'm going, and you're, and and he saw that she was a rock star because if he wouldn't have grabbed her, somebody else would have. And that's the truth. But you, and I want to, so that's the thing about collaboration. You have to be open to uh accepting where you are in order to grow from there because you know if we're all like you mentioned earlier if we're all like oh I'm so perfect and there's nothing more that I need we set ourselves up for failure long term because you know and then he edified her like you guys edify each other back and forth beautiful that is so important to the growth of the collaboration because you can't be out here stripping each other like oh you know what i probably could have done that video better but i'm gonna help him him." yeah Yeah. vice versa like they edify each other um and that's so important you guys can't you know i'll I'll stop in a second but that's just so important to uh collaboration some of us have to get off of our uh, let go of our ego so that we can truly show up for these opportunities that are out here for us including me. I'm not above any of that. You know, I'm not above that. I had to let go some of some of my ego in, in scenarios. So 
That's my okay. I'm off my soapbox. And then, <laughs> and then you have to. You not only have to let go of your ego, but in the process of releasing your ego, you have to you have to accept um, maturity and mm-hmm. understand that you cannot do it yourself. You cannot. Right. A smart person knows that they cannot do it themselves. Right. And so I, I give kudos to, to, to Ken to not not only you you can get you can be so good that everybody comes to you and all the clients come to you, and when you're overwhelmed. There's nobody there to help you out because, yep. you know, you've put out there so much that I'm this, I'm that. And when you've put that out, then you you, you have nobody else, that, nobody to help you. And, and I want to speak so much more on we're talking about, you know, collaborating with, with peers and, and our colleagues. But do a collaboration with technology mm. because we can talk about. Uh, we can talk about, you know, the internet, we can talk about social media, we can downplay it, we can talk bad about it, but it's the wave of the future. Yeah. It's the new Artificial billboard, it's the new radio, yeah. it's the new radio, it's the new TV. Um, and yes, artificial intelligence, I mean, it's, it's light years ahead of us right now, we're talking about it right now, but people have already built profiles for us for 10 years ahead of where we're going to live, what we're going to buy, and why not capitalize on that of of those analytics of saying, okay, well, I know this person is going to buy that. So let's form up. Let's collaborate. If you have a good networking business, I have a good design business. I have a good photography business. Why not bring all that stuff together? Because you're competing with artificial intelligence. You're just not competing with, you know, colleagues anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, you think like, like um, Sandra was saying, you may think you want all the customers or, 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 no, she said that you can't have all the customers, but a lot of customers that you thought you that think that you think that you want, once you start dealing with them, you don't want those. Amen. Yes. And, and it's such a, you know, it looks something may look shiny, like like if you buy a Honda, it probably take them a couple hours or something, a couple months to make a Honda. But if you get a a, a Bentley or something like that, it takes a year and all that stuff to make that. So you Most don't know it goes into the four process. Years. Right. Yep. So you don't go, you don't know what goes into the process yeah. of what you think is shiny. You cannot only, you can't only just to want it to um, afford a client. You have to maintain that client. And it's yep. the difference in being able to just pay for something and then maintain it. Yeah. And, and I, and with collaboration, you will have somebody to say, okay, no, that's too high. No, that's too low. No, let's keep it going steady. And um, I just want to ask Ken, what what kind of story? I know you're big on storytelling, but what story have you guys seen that she was like, ah, I want to do it, but now I'm not going to do it. So you talking about between between us two? Just, yeah, just you, you guys as a unit. Have you approached any story? And it was I know you're kind of an edgy guy sometimes, but has anything been too edgy for you? Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I don't think so. Yes, but there has not. There hasn't. Luckily, um, there hasn't been a story that Kenya wanted to cover that I didn't want to cover, or vice versa. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's the real good thing about this this partnership right here. Now, um, we recently just turned down a story, bro, um, mm-hmm. and it was because we didn't have the mental capacity to take on the heaviness of 
what what we was about to capture, bro. Um, mm-hmm. Like, period. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. There was one. Remember though, there was one client that came in and it didn't feel good. Remember that? Oh yeah. Like um, I had a consultation, um, you know, a while ago, and um, I, I didn't feel the energy over the phone. So I set up a consultation to come in, you know, maybe that person was just having a bad day or, you know, whatever was going on over the, over the phone, it just didn't connect with me. So uh, when that person came in the studio, I kind of got the same vibe. It just was not a good connection. It was the first time I ever was just like, you know what? Um, uh, I don't think we can even give you what you need. Um, and I, and I, you know, I just walked away from it. Um, now, before I walked away from it, I did cross-reference it. Um, I talked to Kenya about it, talked to, uh, another colleague, mentor slash colleague about, um, this one particular person. Um, and it was just like, you know what, go with your gut. So I went with, with my gut and, uh, it's, right. we good. But tell them about what almost happened. About me giving in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. So, <laughs> right. So, um, <laughs> I didn't want to put too, too, too much out, but after this particular person had left, the studio, I'm being careful with my words. Um, right. they had sent me a message to say, you know, thank you for allowing me to come through and I look forward to working with you. Um, so in my mind, it was like, all right, maybe those two instances of bad energy was just a fluke. Like, I really feel like I should give it a chance. So, uh, Kenya was like, don't you like go with your gut, yo? And I'm like, nah, man. Cause look, look, look. Shawty was about to drop. Shawty, we, we was about to put her on a, a whole year contract, bro. Oh wow! And I'm not one to turn away, you know, a, a, a contract that would extend that long. Right. But there's always something to pay attention to when your gut tells you no. So, I've, you know, we've had clients that are headaches. I've had clients that I cannot abandon because I worked for a company and this is not going to happen that were headaches and I hated it. So can I add to that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, um, I learned my lesson just last week and, you know, as we're, we were continuously growing and evolving and I want to encourage everybody watching this, regardless of whether you're just starting out your business or it's, you're still in the dream stage Maybe you're asking for funding. Maybe you've been in for a year, 10, 20, 30. It doesn't matter how long we've been in business and been entrepreneurs. We're always going to learn. And when things happen that are, you know, negative situations, just always remember that it's an opportunity for you to learn from that and for you to also see what what your responsibility was for, for that happening in the first place. So just be very gentle and loving and caring because, entrepreneurs, we are, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, tell me if you agree with me, are we not made from a different cloth? Are we not just shaped differently? Like, we are wired differently. And most of the time, we are that person in our family. Right. Even in our own family, we're like, oh, here she comes. Like, now what are you selling? Now what are you working? What are you collaborating on? You know? Like, right? So, but with that said, because that's a preface to the comment that I'm about to make. You know, I've been in this for six years and I've been self-employed since I was 23 years old. And at 42, just last week, you know, guys, I finally understand my worth and my value. 
First of and all, you I, ain't no 42 years old, but keep going. Wow, right. <laughs> what? Say it again? I said, first of all, you ain't 42 years old, but keep on going. I sure <laughs> am. <laughs> right, like, right, right. You guys need some essential experience. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. A little commercial one break. Toss, one more toss. There you go. <laughs> so, um, so with that said, you know, understanding your worth um, is so important. And know that you you don't have to beg for business and you should never, ever chase anybody. Or one thing is to service your customer and do everything you can to make sure that they're happy. But once it starts to feel forced and once you're losing sleep over it and once it's just causing too much resistance, let it go. Either refund all the money or terminate the contract, do everything in a very amicable way so that they feel taken care of, but step away. Don't be afraid to say no to a contract or a business opportunity, and don't be afraid to terminate a relationship with a customer or a client because it is not worth it. And the message that you're sending to God, to the universe, to whoever you believe in is that you you're desperate for the money. And I get it. We have right. bills to pay. And and if we don't make a sale, then the mortgage is going to be due on the first. You know, the bank don't care. You know what I mean? But you will. You're going to – you set the standard and you set the boundaries by doing these courageous things like saying no. And women watching this, give me a thumbs up or or put a heart or or a one in the box if you have a difficult time saying no. Because if you have a difficult time saying no in your personal life, you're going to have a difficult time saying no in your business. Okay? And that's That's very important. And it's not worth your time. Because once you set boundaries and you really stand in your light and you know that what you got is good, your service and your product, and that you're valuable, you're going to attract the customers that respect you, the customers that are not going to question your price, the employees or colleagues or like my in my case i don't have employees i have business partners that are in alignment with your morals and your values and they will never disrespect you so please keep that in mind it's so important and another thing with collaboration is i've been jaded in collaborating so i was apprehensive to ever collaborate again because my husband and i had a business and our business partner i was five months pregnant with a two-year-old and out of one day we woke up with nothing in the business account. And that was a big slap in the face. And this is someone that we loved and we respected and we admired. And that was very hard. So if you've been jaded, if you've had situations with somebody in your life, even your personal life and you're hesitant that may, and maybe that's why you're hesitating to collaborate or to, or to let go and delegate things. First of all, that's in the past. Stop bringing the past into the present. Let it go. And, and know that it was a blessing. It was all these things happen in business. Listen, business is like this. Everybody thinks it's like, whew, they see us and they're like, oh, but they're always so happy. Kim's always smiling. Elkanah, Kenyan, they're always so happy. And they have no idea that this is what our day looks like. Right. 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 Yeah. right? Yeah. So be patient, be mindful of that and know that you get, you know what, tomorrow's a new day and you start all over again and, and don't, don't allow heartbreaks or or any of that stuff to get in the way from you collaborating and meeting amazing people like every single person on this podcast right now because it's these kinds of people that are that are 
can I say badass? Yeah, you can say <laughs> oh, I mean, like you're saying so much. And I'm, my brain is over here just like depositing so I could respond too. But I'm listening because it's such great information. Um, and so on point with what we want to talk about tonight. You talked right. about collaboration and how sometimes it does not, it is not a successful scenario for some people. And so they give up on the whole model. Same thing with networking. Like, you know, some people just say, oh, I'm not going to go out and network. I'm not, I'm just stop networking and connecting with people because of a, ba- a couple of bad situations. But all of it goes back to goals and plans. Like we so often chase after stuff that isn't even meant for us. It's not even in our business plan. It's not in our executive summary. It's not a goal, but it seems like such an opportunity. But when you go back to the foundation, it has nothing to do with what the type of client you want anyway. So if we go out here and we focus on networking with a goal and a plan and the fact that you have to do it for your business, you just have to do it. The stats tell us we got to do it. We got to do it. So just do it. But have a goal, a plan, and a system behind all of it. And then as far as collaboration, okay, the ultimate, ultimate collaboration has to be with God. I don't know if y'all can see that, but it has to be with God. It has to be with something higher than yourself so that you can get clear answers. You got to have some setback meditation time to really get clear. We We have to do it, especially as entrepreneurs. You talked about how we're made from a different cloth. It is a mindset. It is a mindset. For me, I've been an entrepreneur for almost 20 years. It was a decision to say, this is what I want to do. This is what I need to do in order to do it. And it's a mindset. So when the market crashed in 2008, which was transcendent, I I couldn't just close down my business. I had people coming to work that needed a brick and mortar location to do hair and, you know, cut hair and all that stuff. So I said, what other skill can I use? To bring to the salon, we started doing community events. People say, Kim, how are you able to do so much? That, or how have you done so much? Man, it's a, it's, it's survival, but it's also being able to take skills, collaborating with others and being able to produce. But right. it goes back to that ultimate collaboration. I can't just out of the air be like, Oh, now I'm going to go out here and hustle, hustle. You know, it, it, for me, it had to be God. What is that next step for me? I got to stop and I got to take a minute. Tell me what it is that I need to do. That's, that's my life. It's got to be God. Um, the ultimate collaboration. If nobody, I don't care if you get anything else from me, anybody listening, that ultimate collaboration as an entrepreneur, it has to be with a higher power. It has to be some, uh, some peace alone time where you can actually get your goals, get your plans, get your life foundation. Um, so I know you said a whole lot, uh, Sandra. And that is the one thing that I want to point out more than anything else. We got to have goals and we got to have plans. We got to have a system to get there and we got to have something that helps us to guide us to be able to do that. Um, right. And so if anybody else have any comments off of all that genius? She be dropping jewels and gems, yeah. everything. Yeah. That's good stuff. Thank you. I, I do want to say um, that Piggybacking off of both of you guys, you do have to, like you said, we're cut from a different cloth. I think the cloth is, like Kim said, believing in, in something higher than yourself. Um, there's absolutely no way that you can find inner peace, shut yourself down, your human mind down, and, and 
continue to facilitate and execute like you need to without believing in God, uh, without believing in Jesus Christ. I think there's something, whatever you do, but you have to come, you have to step back and look at yourself and say, okay, I'm not meeting this mark. Why am I not meeting that mark? Right. When in, in all of my years of dealing with people, I've, and it's been a, a great thing that I've been able to, to, to keep with me is when something goes wrong in an accident with a client or something, I ask myself first, mm-hmm. first, 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 what could I have done <sighs> if right. to yes. make this situation better? Because oftentimes how we get in frustrations with clients is we don't do our correct paperwork. We don't do, we don't do, we don't do contract. A lot of creatives I know don't do contracts. Um, They're, they're trying to pay the utility bill. They're trying to put gas in their car. But when you're an entrepreneur, you have to have an extra sense of a higher power that you're dealing with to make you realize, okay, this situation is just a situation i have to hold on strong and and be able to equip myself to to present my services in front of people that can give me that that financial um income that i need you have i call it fishing in the right pond yes if you all the way if you always fishing in the pond (laughs) where you're dealing with people with fifty dollars and hundred dollars here believe that those fifty hundred dollar people have 50 excuses they're 50 percent 100 percent indecisive um people usually people that that you creating something from usually if you don't sit down and do a briefing with them if you don't do a consult with them you just want to get the money and do what you need to do with it they have a mindset of okay well i trust your opinion do something when you don't spend five hours of doing something, when you come back and say, well, no, that's not what I, what I wanted. You know, I don't know what I want. I just know what I don't want. Mm. Well, okay, I can't get my five hours back because of what you don't want. <laughs> but if you take time to do the professional things, if you take time to do, we don't want to take time to, to sharpen our saw because we see that big tree and we're just going to saw it all day without taking time and sharpening this saw. Yeah. So, don't be greedy. Don't be greedy um, thinking that you can do the, all this thing by yourself. If somebody else, you know, somebody else is good at writing contracts, go talk to that person. How That's can right. we work together? What are some of my services that I can offer you and, 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 you know, offer me of what I really need so I can keep, you know, people can keep seeing me. Because yeah. if I'm, you know, out of sight, I'm out of mind. And System. then I'll be out of mind. That's exactly when that, when that happened with our business partner, it took us a while because we were heated. We were like, Oh, the Colombian in me, I'm Colombian. I was like, Oh, hell. Oh, I'm going to call my cousin. Like this, it's on. Like we're going to get gangster up in here. Like I don't care. Like we have three kids. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll be taken care of for life. Right. But you know what, Elton? If we had done our due diligence, because we love this person and we were really good friends. We skipped a lot of steps. Listen, you guys, business is one thing. Friendship, family is something else. Right. And if right. your friend or your family member has a problem with you sitting down, like Elton says, and, and, and have, and you giving them a contract, that's red flag. It has right. nothing to do with trust. It, it's, it's actually 
you're doing them a, a disservice by cutting right. corners and not putting, crossing all the T's and dotting all the I's. Another thing with collaboration, because you nailed it with the fishing and which pond are you fishing in. I was going to say, it's, I don't know, I used to say fake it till you make it. And I changed that. I, I'm very mindful of the words that I use now. Act as if. That's better. So, mm-hmm. and no, remember we we're talking about your worth. Okay. When you're networking, go hang out where the ballers are at, where the yes. people That's that right. have what you want, go hang out with them. And I'm telling you right now, I have a friend right now who's being mentored by a, this gentleman's like 78 years old, worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And my friend met him and, and his business partner, and they're young. I'm talking about two guys like 32 and like 35 years old. And they met and this man was so impressed with them that he's like, I'm going to mentor you guys. Mm. He's mentoring them once a week for like one or two hours, something like that priceless. So, you know, I always look, understand that what you, who you surround yourself with, that's what you're going to attract in your life. Mm-hmm. And don't be shy and don't be that's scared right. not to know everything. It's okay to say, you know what? I don't know, but I'm going to go get the answer. People, wealthy, right. successful people, they, most of them started from nothing. They were you 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 50 years ago. So when they see a light like you walk into the room, they know you just started. They know you're just in your journey of entrepreneurship. Right. And if you're showing up authentically and you're showing up well dressed and, and you got your card together and like whatever, the little bit that you know, you know, they're going to hook you up. They're going to want to know right. and they can't use your product or service. They're, trust me, they're going to call one of their friends because that little black book is worth millions and it could completely change your life. So don't be afraid to go and hang out in affluent areas. I love hanging out in like really fancy hotels, um, restaurants, like at the bar, you don't have to order a drink. I'm I'm not kidding. Order a Sprite, order, order a Sprite and sit at the bar at some like really fancy hotel, like, or, or, or restaurant in your neighborhood or in your city and because that's where those people go. And most, <clears throat> most like affluent and wealthy and successful entrepreneurs, they go out and the business deals are done in these places. In yeah. These well, it, and I mean, that goes back to the personal uh, development and leadership development concept of your top five. You know, who are the top five people that you're hanging around? <laughs> and that top five is going to kind of direct the path in which you go. So if you want to be elevated, you want to go to another level, that's the top five that you need to be around. Mm -hmm. And then when you talked about collaboration in that, in that particular sense, like it's just resources. That's what collaboration, it it helps to build resources for you. So you may be, you can act as if, because you could have another resource to your left or to your right that can fill in the gaps. I say every day, I don't know everything, but I'm, I have a resource or someone that is what I, the foundation of my company is built upon resources. Like resource. it absolutely is. I don't do everything. I know what I know, but I, and people, you know, people are always like, well, you know, uh, um, how do you know everything? I don't, I don't know everything, but I can call Elton. I can call Kenny. I can call I know a guy. I can call Sandra. <laughs> I can call, you know, there's a whole bunch of people that I can call to get the answer, you know? And so that's what collaboration does. It helps you to be a, a bigger resource and a tool so that you can help. It's all about helping others and giving right. to others. That's what, that's what it's all about. I want to rewind for just a second 
and talk about what you guys were talking about a moment ago, because it, it goes back to that lesson, that bad scenario in collaboration that was a lesson. And if you don't, or whatever it is in life, those bad contracts, bad customers, whatever, and I'm putting bad in air quotes. But what it goes back to is if you don't learn the lesson and you just remain a victim, you never get the opportunity to be accountable to grow from that. And so as entrepreneurs, we got to have a growth mindset. We got to have a growth mindset to get to the next level. And so when you're like, oh, man, they did me wrong. Oh, man, you know, blah, blah, blah. They didn't do this. They didn't do that because you didn't put your systems in place. You lose the opportunity to really grow from it. And so we have to be accountable so that we can grow. We have to be accountable so that we can get to our next. So those lessons are part of that process of accountability. Um, Ken and Kenya, do you guys have any lessons or, you know, anything to, uh, that you can add value to that where you had to say, let me take a step back, look at this lesson and, and grow or any comments to what we're talking about here? Yeah, hundred percent. So, um, I can give one uh, that was directly related to us. When she initially came on board, um, Kim Branson, I ain't have too many daggone expectations. Like I just seen where she flourished and mm-hmm. I was like, yo, come do this at Mastermind um, and let's make this thing pop. Um, well, coming from, a, can you, by, by her coming from a corporate background, she was used to the, the, the employer-employee relationship. Whereas, you know, as an entrepreneur for the last 12 years of my life, it's like, yo, we, you eat what you kill. Um, so <laughs> because I didn't have any expectations, you know, it was just kind of like, I could not expect anything from her. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, this also goes back to what Elton said. I couldn't point the finger at her and say, man, what in the world are you doing? You right. know, it was more so like, what could I have done to better communicate my expectations or our clients' expectations to her so that she can flourish as an entrepreneur? So um, that's one account um, that I that I can give. Can you got one? Um, I think mine is just more personal. Um, I think it's going back to knowing your worth um, and understanding how the collaboration between the personal Kenya and the entrepreneur Kenya and, and being um, merciful when I don't Mm. adapt as quickly as I think I should, because I've always flourished and succeeded in every role that I've had, but kind of like what he said, and I didn't realize that um, there were expectations. You have monthly meetings with goal settings and, and I wasn't doing that here because now I'm on my own and I get to have fun. Right. That's (laughs) Um, and so I think in that process of understanding, yes, this is still entrepreneurship, but there need to be parameters put in place to, um, meet expectations, to, um, goal set, to grow. And because there weren't any set, that was a reflection on my worth and value and ability to do the job well or better than I thought I could. Right. And so then there's this feeling of self-doubt and failure and you're like, well, why am I not getting this? Like I thought I would. Um, and so I think, you know, collaboration with God and a collaboration with yourself and the self that you want to be in this business is also important too. Hey, can I hop back in there real quick? I got one more thing. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about, um, uh, you know, that's that's between the collaboration that we have. Um, but I was thinking about from a company to a client perspective, mm-hmm. um, there have been several times throughout this this journey where we don't put something in the fine print. 
Um, so yeah. right. many of us don't like to read, like, and I'm one of them. So I make sure that I don't put lawyer paperwork in front of my clients, like a three page agreement that they, you know, have to literally take to a lawyer to go help them decipher it. So I put as little text in there as possible to get straight to the point. Um, and I also realized that while, um, sometimes, you know, we may forget to put something in there and we may have to go back and add it, but we don't add it at the expense of the client. It's more so like, Hey, John Brown, not John Brown, John Doe, <laughs> <laughs> not John Brown. Cause we do know a John, <laughs> John Brown, right? John Brown. Um, okay, it's, it's, John Brown. Right, right. John Doe or Jane Doe. Hey, I made a mistake. Um, you know, um, or I might not even go back to that client. I will learn from that mistake. I'll eat it. I'll chalk it up and or eat crow, as they say, and I'll apply it to the next set of paperwork that's going out. Yeah. Um, so I think that's key as well. Yeah, that's a good point, Ken, because, I mean, we do all have to – I remember when I was starting off um, – because you guys know I started off in hair first. That was my first business. And I remember forgetting to, like, charge for uh, color. <laughs> One time, like, I could <laughs> go back and get the money. I was like, dang, but in another – but then I had this rule, right? Another thing, I had a rule about if you were uh, over 15 minutes late, I could have the right to cancel your appointment or charge you an additional $10, right? So I had this rule and it was posted on my wall, but I didn't like direct people to it all the time when they came in. So of course, when I go to charge the first person, they're like, oh, I didn't know. And I was like, well, it's on my wall. Well, you need to make it bigger. I am, I'm not going to argue. With, I'm not going to argue with you. Okay. I'll make that bigger. And trust me, it won't happen. It won't happen. Somebody's still going to have something to say after you make it bigger anyway. Or yeah. They're going to, yeah, they're going to have something to say. You know, we, as, as hairstylists, we find our way, we, we find our ways. To yep. get, but it was just lessons. That's just the point. You know, it was just lessons. There's some stuff you have, like you said, eat crow, but you learn from it. And it's, it's important to, yes, it's important to learn from, if you do have a collaborator, um, and you both come in and, and work together, it's also important to learn how to listen to that person when they're making key points. Yeah. Um, you know, you may get into arguments and emotional debates, but, you know, people don't listen to your emotions. They listen to the the actions that you take. Mm Mm-hmm. And so if you go at it with your collaborators, not, you know, because we know it's not all pretty world and sometimes you have debates, but at the same time, be able to open up and listen to facts instead of just the way you feel about something. Because the way you feel about something may be the way the culture that you was used to having, which has been a broken culture, and this person is bringing on to help you. So you have to be able to listen to those those facts and, and look at the numbers, you know, like Kim was saying, you know, you know, have a process and look at the numbers, sit down and have meetings because if you're, if your emotions say we don't need to raise $5,000 this month, um, but your utilities, <laughs> your rent and your mortgage <laughs> does, then you need yeah. to listen to the numbers and the facts and do whatever, you know, you, you have sometimes you have a, you have people that deal with left brain and people that deal with right brain. And sometimes, you know, a day, any day of the week is who got the whole brain. And so everybody doesn't have, you know, and you just got to be able to listen and deal with the person that you're working with. Step back, step back sometimes. 
Yeah. And, uh, you have and, to set aside your ego. Set right. Exactly. And so setting aside your ego and your pride. Yeah. That's right. And I, and I want to say real quick, and you guys can jump back in just really quickly because what we, when we were talking about contracts, I think a PowerPoint for everybody to get from this too is when you're going into collaboration, just in case we weren't clear about that, when you're going into right. collaboration too, you should have paperwork that denotes what the collaboration is about. So I just want you guys to remember that, like, as you go into any affiliate partnership, any collaboration, there should be definite, you know, expectations, a meeting about that. And if you're going to be, if it's a 50-50 partnership sort of thing or whatever the uh, percentages are, it definitely should be some sort of a contract that, that, you know, that states that so that nobody goes into each other's lanes and should anything go wrong, then you have it on paper. So I hey, can I talk about that real quick? Go ahead. I'm going to talk about that real quick. Um, that was one thing that um, Kenya and I, we spent a whole lot of time on um, is the exit strategy. Like uh-huh. what happens tomorrow if, if I wake up tomorrow and I don't like you? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, like what, what happens if, you know, if, if three years down, three months or something down the line, you know, uh, you realize that you see a different side of Ken Branson. You like, yo, I really didn't notice about you. I really don't want to mess with you like that. Exactly. So what happens with the clients, right? Do right. you take the clients that you brought in That's or good. like we really literally sat down and wrote all that stuff out before we move forward. So uh, I'm glad you hit on that point because it's very important. Yeah, that's good, Ken. Thank you for um, sharing that. And and also in those contracts, make sure that you're you're establishing time communication. This is when I this is when we'll communicate. Um, this is when we'll return emails. This yeah. is when we'll get back with clients. All that small stuff it matters so much that that people give it credit for. Because like Ken mm-hmm. said, one day it may be that one day. Well, it's been raining all week <laughs> and your spirit is down and somebody says something about the small thing that you didn't cover in the contract. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't want to talk to you after six o'clock. Well, how do we know that? You see what I'm <laughs> so, so communication, communication for those little small things are so, so, so big. Even I want to go back to what you guys were saying while I go about um, your resources. Um, I was just recently at a, at a book writers con- convention um, and I, conference, and I told them, you know, there are people looking to get this stuff out and the book and da da da. And I told them, you have resources, untapped resources that you you guys people don't even use. You use mm-hmm. social media, you use, you know, people, you know, all these different people. I said, but I held my legal pad up and I said, this is your best resources right here. This is your best resource, right? If you're doing a movie. And you're doing a movie about a, take, a person that can't stop drinking. Who do you know has a bar? Write their name down. Who do you know uh, has uh, somebody that can help you with the story? All those people, you start writing their names down. And you've got the resources right around you. We just think, we thinking we're thinking our eyes are big, but we're, we're looking up in the sky, but we're not paying attention to what's on the ground level. That's good. What do we have and who do we know that can help us? Because like, and Ken know this better than anybody. Everybody has a story and it's probably connected to you in some kind of way. You just have to be able to go out there every day and find, find your resources. Yeah, that's good, Elton. Um, 
I, that just made me think about after the um, speaking engagement I had the other night, this woman texted me and said she had been sitting on a resource that she had. She had because she didn't have the I don't know if the word is courage or not, but as a result, uh, she felt powerful and left that cl- left that workshop and went and spoke with that woman who whatever this connection was that she just been sitting on that she had written down and they're going to do a collaboration but she sat on that. And so, so you're right. You're like just getting out a pen and pad, figuring out who are your resources around you and then having the courage. So that's that right. mindset thing, you know, but having the courage. Um, and even if you don't have the courage, taking that leap <laughs> and pushing right. and, you know, filling yourself with power tools, mindset, you know, whoever you need to listen to, to help you to say, Hey, I got this and go out there and get it. And so just as a result of that, her business is going to potentially change. But it started with like, writing that down and using those and thinking through those resources. And like Kim One said, thing- Kim touched on this and Sandra touched, touched on this. Uh, I'll be very short, Kim. Uh, they touched on this of having that mindset. Mm-hmm. You have got to have the mindset. I remember probably 20 years ago, I used to have... I mean, I had the courage of a lion and was as small as a mouse. I would go into these big places, um, and big corporations and ask, and ask them, can I have your smallest thing? Can I design your smallest thing? Can I design your scratch pad? Can I design you? You know, mm-hmm. it took me a while to get up to business card, but I would ask them for the smallest thing and I worked my way up and worked my way up until I got to big things, until I started printing calendars, until I, I started designing um, reviews and, and, and any kind of material for, for big companies. But you have got to go where these people are. Yeah. You, can, you, you cannot expect people to spend thousands of dollars with you if they don't have thousands of dollars to spend with you. Mm-hmm. They okay. just don't, don't have it. And you have to have that mindset, look, I am going for the biggest thing. And if I don't get it, I have started to form a relationship with somebody. I go in there and I check on them every three months. If I get denied something the whole year, they still know my name of two or three years. There you like, go. Like, like, um, Kim said that when we had the recession, I've had the people that took me through the recession in my business was the people that I had for the first 12 years. Wow. These last, these last couple of years, the people, the 14 to 20 year people have really taken care of me when business went down and business went up. And, you know, you just have to have that mindset to, to keep pushing, go after the big thing. There you go. Kenya, what were you going to? Um, I was going to say in the past, I've seen people really underestimate who can be a resource for them. Um, they think, oh, because they're not in this position or in the, not in this role, they don't know very many people. I don't really need them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we undervalue potential resources it doesn't always have to be money right um mm-hmm. it's it's about connections it's about knowledge it's about support which is huge yeah. um and sometimes we underestimate the support that someone can give us even if they aren't the most well-known person yeah. um and so we shouldn't look at people like they can't be something for us or we can't be something for them um that's right you know you got to pay attention yeah. to that that's right. That's true. That's true. That whole, what's the saying? Uh, don't judge a book by its cover. 
Um, but yeah. then also, I mean, we just have a mindset of service and giving. You never know who you're supposed to serve and exactly you know, who can serve you. And so, I, you know, I love that. I, I try to look at every relationship as just what is coming from a connection. You know, just walking out the door, is it's an opportunity to change someone's life every day with a smile. With, yeah. you know, that's a, a opportunity to collaborate right there. And so mm-hmm. um, I love that. We can't, yeah, we can't sometimes, judge a book by its cover. Yeah. I, you know, I'm huge on, I teach communication. So sometimes I tell my students all the time, you know, you go to Bojangles, you see that old person sitting there and they're mm-hmm. by themselves and they start talking to everyone. Yeah. Sometimes someone just needs you to talk to them. That's right. Right. That's it. And that's your collaboration for the day. And go. sometimes we um, don't place a lot of importance on that, but mm-hmm. what we share, the energy that we share with other people is so important. Yeah. Everybody has a story. I I love Mm -hmm. um, Oprah Winfrey. One of my favorite quotes from her is you're responsible for the energy that you bring into the room. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I I just don't ever, a piece of advice that I, I wanted to share is don't ever feel hostage or like you don't have a way out because you got into a collaboration that isn't feeling right. I can't stress that enough. Um, because you'll just end up in a rabbit hole and it's just not worth the drama. And I know I touched on that before, but I just feel that, um, as entrepreneurs, again, we, the, the reason why we, all of us have mentioned mindset is because skills, that's easy. The, the, you can, anybody can go on YouTube, anybody can go on the internet the skills for any trade, any, any service. It's, it's all there. We live in such an incredible age where we can get all this information for free, but the mindset part, that part can either make you or break you in the business world. And if you're not tough up here, then you're going to get squashed and you are going right. to fail because the six, the failing rate for, for small businesses is very, very high. And so number one, my number one, recommendation is definitely to be get real close to God and have mm-hmm. a set structure of when you visit him and when you set time for him. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Number two power is, tool. is huge. <laughs> and I like, I even wear bracelets to remind me like, I love Jesus, this and that. Um, because <laughs> during the day, like just this bracelet will be a simple reminder of like, okay, I got this. Like, we're good. We're good. You know? especially in the entrepreneurship world. Like I said, it's like this. So you need to feed this up here. So God is going to put your head right. It's going to, it's definitely, he's, he's so amazing at doing that and guiding you in the right way. Number two is what are you reading? And if you don't like to read, that's cool. There's audible. And if you can't, Oh, but I, I'm on a, I'm on a budget. Well, then there's YouTube, but Again, we can get the excuse thing. There's just no room for excuses. No excuses. Tools are being competent. Kenya mentioned it before. You know, you have to be, um, really persistent and, and know, um, that, that this is going to happen. And why, why are you doing this? Why are you running this business? Why are you out there selling your product or your service? Why? You need to be really clear on your why and you need to, it, it needs to, give you chills. Your why should get get you out of bed 
like excited. You should be jumping out of bed because you're so excited. No matter what's happening in your life, no matter you where go. your business is at, you should jump out of bed every morning and thank God that you are blessed to have a business, whether it's $10 in the business account or a million, like right. that you're gratitude because when you're in a state of gratitude, then everything falls into place. God listens. Like you want to have a clear channel with him. Show him how grateful you are. Show them how grateful you are when you're peddling your stuff out of your, out of the trunk of your car, when you're selling your hand lotion at, you know, every booth event that you possibly get your hands out. And where do you get that vigor? Where do you get that, that energy? Where do you get that enthusiasm? Is by reading the books or listening to the people that have been there and done that. So Jim Rome is amazing. Tony Robbins, Les Brown. You know, these people, they, they say, they say these things because they, they're living proof of them. Gabrielle Bernstein is one of also very powerful for me. There's just a plethora of them and all this stuff is absolutely free. Oh, I can't afford to go see free. Tony. Yeah. I know he's $2,000. Guess what? He's got thousands of hours on YouTube. Videos. Absolutely free. The yeah. first hour when you wake up and the first, and the hour before you go to bed, everything that your eyes see and your ears listen to, that's exactly what you're programming your brain. That's right. So that's why God, right? The, the, the put, put YouTube on, like when you're getting ready, listen to these powerful messages. There's amazing. I am affirmations. Yeah. You know why entrepreneurs, because when things don't go well for you, the more you feel the, 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 whatever is up here, you're going to be like, it's all good. No yeah, problem. Yep. Cancels next, it. it cancels it. Next, it's right. all yeah. good. Yeah. So collaborate right. with yourself and with God. Like Kim said, collaborate with him. Yeah. That guy's the master collaborator. He knows everyone yeah. and right. everything that you need for your business to succeed and to be yeah. absolutely incredible and create all your dreams a reality. Yeah, so, and that's I, a power tool. I mean, you just killed it. Like power tools. We got to have, we're bombarded by negativity as soon as we wake up, if you turn on the TV. Right. And so you got to have that positivity pouring, like just dripping down on you all day, every day. So power tools. You know, I listen to Mel Robbins. Um, uh, she five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> five, four, three, two, one. Do yeah. it within three to five seconds because after that, you begin to tell yourself you can't. That's a power tool. Mm. Like that's a practice. We got to have habits of success. That was, that is our, our life as entrepreneurs because it's such a risk. I mean, that's actually in the definition of the word. Yeah. So we got to have these power tools that help us in this journey. You know, we got to have the people, we got to have each other. It's biblical, but we got to have collaboration because we are connected to each other. The hand cannot do anything without the brain. The heart cannot do anything without the brain. We need muscles, veins, blood. I mean, everything. If we look at our bodies as the system of how we live out our lives and our businesses, then as the example, then we we have to understand collaboration is is that key. And so I had to wrap it all up because I think that we could talk all night and it is passionate. <laughs> but yeah, power tools. All the things that we've said, I hope everybody listening has gotten something and viewing has gotten something from tonight. I know I have, and I know that when I go get this pizza that I'm about to go get, (laughs) that I'm going to regret (laughs) on some of the amazing comments that came from each and every one of you. Guys, any wrap-ups real quickly? I can uh, all four of you. Anybody got something to wrap up before we go? 
I have one thing to say. Um, right. When you guys rewind and listen to this, because you should rewind and listen to this, not just in the, the live feed, but go back and take notes. Because one thing I want to enforce and, and, and get you guys to understand is listen to what is being said. Listen to what's being said. And we're talking about collaborations, but don't forget the collaboration of culture. In any industry that you're in, it's a culture. You're not mm-hmm. walking in the industry, changing the game when you walk in the industry because you're nobody, you have two cents, and you're not, you don't have a, you're not having enough uh, power to have a position yet. Look at the culture. Listen to the culture, what everybody's saying here. If you go back, one was, the first one is God. Collaborate with God. Your, your, my pastor says all the time, your best thinking got you in this situation right now where you need somebody to help you. So don't think you know it all. Two, a part of the culture, read. Read, read, read. Find something that you like to do, <laughs> listen, whatever. But make sure you're researching and you're learning something every single day. People are going to tell you that you work too hard. People are going to tell you, oh, every time I see you, you're working. Um, you know, you're always going to be looking at your family as that person. And you're going to be that negative person until they need you need some business taken care of. And they'll never come back to you. But keep these things, God, keep keep that in your culture. Like she said, the first hour you the first hour when I wake up is dedicated completely to God. If I get off sometimes, I come back because if I go through my day without that, without listening, without praying or something, I'll be off. But follow the culture. Find somebody that knows more than you. Find somebody that knows something that you don't know that you're trying to know. And just follow the follow the culture because you're not getting in and changing the culture yet. You have to have a seat at the table to to say something about culture. But if you don't have enough wisdom and you don't have enough humility, your ta- your talent will put you in front of people that your character has nothing for. Boom! Drop the bomb. There you go. All right. Hey, there you go. I don't even want to follow behind this man, but I just started. <laughs> I just thought of two things, uh, just Ava Hart. <laughs> uh, one thing that she always says is, uh, the room is better because I'm in it. Oh. Um, and also my man last night, uh, Ray Ryan, I was listening to his Facebook live. He was talking to a group of maybe teens or whatever. Uh, Ryan Ray, sorry. God, I always yeah. mess up his name. Ryan <laughs> said, um, competence breeds confident. It's nothing right. worse than seeing, um, individuals, uh, maneuver throughout day throughout the day that does not have any type of confidence. Um, if you triple down on your strengths and activate them most like it ain't nobody's business, you will definitely start to feel more confident about yourself because you are competent about something. So uh, big up to Jess Abelhart and my man, Ryan Ray. Ray Ray. Two of my uh, people who I adore. Ah, all done. <laughs> Kenya, any wrap ups or Sandra? I, my biggest takeaway, and this is what I keep telling myself every day is to, um, forgive myself, right? For when, cause I, I can be a perfectionist sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, oh, um, allow myself mm. room to make mistakes that will allow me to fall forward. Yeah. Um, to progress from there. Cause no mistake is really a mistake. It's just, it's a, it's a learning opportunity. Cool. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So. I want to speak to every single person 
that's watching this, whether it's live or on the replay. And let us know if you're watching on the replay, too. Um, we'd love to know um, where you're watching us from and your comments and your thoughts. And everyone, please share this. Um, you have, speaking of collaborations, please share this video because that right there could be the first step of you really um, empowering yourself to be an incredible collaborator by simply clicking the share button and sharing this with your friends and family on your uh, social media pages um, because you never know what can come out of it. So uh, with that said, I want you to know that, yes, there's going to be rough days. And yes, it's going to feel like nobody believes in you and you don't know how it's going to happen. And you are praying to God and you've read the books and you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing. And it just does not look like it's going to happen. The day that you want to quit, listen to me. Don't ever quit on a, you're allowed to quit on a, on a, on a good day. You're not allowed to quit on a bad day. That's mm-hmm. my point. You are not allowed to quit on a bad day. You have my blessing and all the blessing, and I can speak for all of us on this panel, that you guys are allowed to quit on a very good day. That's when you can say, I'm done. I'm selling my business. I don't want to do this. (laughs) But on a bad day, you call one of us. You DM one of us. I'm sorry I'm throwing everybody here in the spotlight with this, but because I don't know everybody here personally, but from hearing them and feeling their energy – I know that somebody's going to respond to your, to your message or you call somebody, you got to align yourself on those bad days. Don't call your mom. Don't call your dad. Don't call your auntie or your friend. You got to call somebody that understands this world that you're in of being an entrepreneur, because we know we've been there. We've done that. Yeah. What you have to offer this world, that message, that story, that product, that service God did not bring you here to play small. God did not bring you here for you to turn around and quit because there's a wonderful story, a true story about a guy that stopped five feet from the gold mines. Yeah. After years of hitting it and hitting it, he walked away. This other crew came in and guess what happened? Five feet later, boom, they struck gold. Trust me. Trust me when I tell you, don't ever, don't you ever give up. You didn't give up when you were trying to find that egg in your mama's womb. And you beat all wow. of those other sperm. It's a fact. You beat hundreds of thousands of other sperm. Well. Okay? And you were the wow. winner. And that's exactly why you cannot quit. You didn't quit then, and you're not allowed to quit now. Okay? I love I you. You're a divine, today. magical being. You are incredible. Yeah. And when you when you don't feel incredible, then you call me because that's what I'm here for to do like i'm here to remind you, you how amazing you are because it's the real deal like 2020 is your year this is a new decade this is That's a new right. time these look we're not you're not being charged to watch this and we've all paid a lot of money to get some of the things the things that i didn't make this stuff up i've paid tens of thousands of dollars to go hear people read books to tell me these things the that I'm telling you guys <laughs> And I know a lot of these people on here, too, have spent a lot of money to get to where they're at. So milk this. Watch it over. Watch this until you can recite it backwards in Spanish. I love you guys. Have an incredible ah. Thank you, Elton. Thank you, Kimberly. Kenya, yeah. it was a pleasure. Ken, I can't wait to meet you guys in person. Thank you so, Same. so much. I love it. So- 
Thank you all for joining us this evening. Thank you to my panel guests. Thank you to my co-host, Elton. Thank you to all of you who listened. Um, That was so great. So many nuggets, so many tools. Please, like Sandra said, Elton said, Kenya, Ken, all of us have said, please share the video, share uh, the Facebook Live, share coffee and collaborations. Our next panel discussion will be on March 21st, right back here, Friday Night Live Go. And I just want to leave with you. So first of all, look who I'm blessed to be around. Like, you know, when I when I asked God years ago for a, a tribe, um, I couldn't have asked for a better crew of people to have at my disposal. Like the group last month with Wayne Branch and, and Kimberly Woods McGee and Joe Navarra and then the group and then my co-host James Branch last time. And then this month with the four of these guys, I mean, like, gosh, I just feel so grateful. You talk about gratitude. I feel so grateful because this thing called collaboration is my purpose. Like I, uh, for years, did entrepreneurship. I hustled. I know how to make money. But was I living within my purpose? No. And when I started living within my purpose, oh, my gosh, did I wake up every day different. Oh, my gosh, did the ego get shed away? Oh, my, I mean, oh, my gosh. And so everything about this show is it's nothing. It's not about Kimberly Winborn. It's about sharing the platform with others who have a spirit of collaboration that needs to be spread throughout the country, the world, but especially through our entrepreneurship, because we cannot do this alone. And like Marianne Williamson says, and that's my favorite poem I shared everywhere I go. There is someone that is waiting for you to shine so that they will have permission to do the same. So shine, mm. y'all. Shine. 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 We cannot dim our light. We are. We cannot dim our light. We have to make manifest the glory of God by being a light for His kingdom. But you are the only person in this world, on this planet, that will say something to someone that is key to help them to move. Don't forget it. Let's shine, y'all. Have a great rest of the weekend. Great rest of the Friday night. Thanks, y'all. Friday night live. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Baby. <laughs> Bye, y'all. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Love you. Don't be afraid to shine. Don't be afraid, right. Don't be afraid to shine. I'm going to stop the live stream.